nice things. Hello, good evening and welcome to another fun-packed, thrill-filled, special Good Friday and Easter edition of Nice Things. Nice Things. The antidote to modern living. And joining me, Sir Michael Livesley, this week we have... Hallelujah, for he is risen. My name is Paul Carmichael. He is risen. I rose early today. (laughs) Did you? Yes, I wanted to go and get my beef. (coughs) So you rose early to get the beef. One must beat the rush on a good Friday. Well, yes, one must, absolutely. Oh, yes. Yeah. So why why beef? Um, I'm doing... um, I'm going to just eat ruminant meat. For the next few weeks. Why? What's Beef this? and lamb. Right, go on. Um, because I'm too fat. <laughs> oh, I thought there was some mystical religious thing going on oh, here. Oh, I see. Some, one of your druidic no. things. No, it's oh, not Oh, God, no, 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 no. Quite the opposite with the world I'm from. Oh, okay. No, I'm meant to be feasting on uh, salmon like the venerable bead. Absolutely, yes. Yes. But you're but, not doing that. You're going oh, to no, just I don't go like for fish. Salmon tastes of soil. Salmon does not taste of soil. It Salmon's beautiful. No, right. When you do your salmon, if you get a whole half of a side of salmon, you lay mm. it out, and then it's it's lemon. You've got to use lemon on it, and then dill. Okay, pop your lemon and your dill on, and cook I it like dill. that. Dill. <laughs> <laughs> you, you cook it like that. It's beautiful. It's beautiful salmon. You seem rather sleepy today, dear. I'm so sleepy. I'm so tired. It's awfully tired. Um, is the sun but, messing with your uh, circadian rhythms? Well, it is, because obviously, you know, I, well, I mean, there's two reasons, because, of course, the old health issues, so I've been sleeping weirdly. Shall so, we have an update for the boys and girls, then? Oh, okay, fair enough. There isn't really anything to say yet. No. Um, they're looking at things. I mean, wait, I think, was the message. When I phoned up, I think it was a very polite, but uh, sort of a slap. Wait. Okay. Mm. Do you not think when you walk in, the doctor's saying your legs are numb and you're actually walking, they might be like, punish him? Well, I mean, there could be a bit of that. Maybe that's what the needle and things yeah, were about. Yeah. All that, yeah. Yeah, so, so going to make you suffer as you can use your legs, clearly. <laughs> yes, it could well be that. I did fall over in front of them. I don't know if that counts. I knew a fellow once who was on disability benefits and to prove a point, because they were going to stop his money when he was in the tribunal sat in the court thing or whatever, he shat his pants. <laughs> really? He won. <laughs> so next time... You'd hope he would. They're going to put a finger up your ass. just shit your pants. They'll soon change their mind. You don't have any pants on. This is the worst thing. Oh, even better. I mean... Spray least... them, say I. <laughs> at least the second time, I was in, like, a gown, you know, dressed for the occasion. Yeah. The first time... It was just, just strip down to your boxers, lie on your side, oh, and then pull them down to your knees. Yes. Oh. One would think they'd just poke them through. You, you'd hope. You'd hope. Maybe you could get a pair of peephole ones. <laughs> peephole boxer shorts for the next time the NHS wished to do something to my just back put them on door. the other way around. Then you'd have the little opening at the back. (laughs) When they say pull them down, you're like, oh, no need. Provision has been made. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of sense to that, considering. I mean, I've gone through 47 years. Purse of undies. (laughs) 47 years without anyone sort of from a medical point of view going, all right, let's do that, shall we? And then within the space of a week, so many people 
So I'm hoping it's sort of, you know, cumulative. I, I hope that's it. I hope that's my amount of times it's got to be done, all used up in one go. Let's hope so. But. Yes. That means that you'll probably have to have a turn at some point. Hmm. Oh. And it's not funny then. No. No. Then it wouldn't be funny, would it? Ceases it ceases to be funny. Hilarious <laughs> for you. Oh, yes. Hilarious for you. I am looking forward to it. So. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, this week, what have you been watching on the telly? you watched any telly? Because we've had a week off. Um, I have. I've watched... Oh, what have I been... Well, I'll be, I've, I've watched a lot of Crossroads. Oh. And, we should, and we should say at this point that, don't worry, you're going to get mm. twice the nice things this week because we've recorded <laughs> a commentary... For an episode of Crossroads. First one Mike's seen in a very long time. A very it? long time. Yes, very we shall defer time. judgment. I think that my reaction can be best summed up by John Pertwee in this photograph. Let's have a look at him. Oh, Hang for on, those listening. Yeah. There he is. There he is. For those of you not watching, you're missing a treat. John Pertwee's looking terribly moribund. This photograph has been knocking around my house for years. I remember years ago when I, uh, I, I, I had an advert in Loot. For Wurzel Gummidge rarities and stuff like that. You know, contact me. Well, yes. And one guy rang up about half 11 at night and he was pissed out of his mind. He said, oh, I've got a video here of Wurzel doing Aunt Sally over a bale of hay. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, there was just him and his mate laughing down the phone. <laughs> and um, I just pissed me pants. And, mm. then, and then in the background, it's him and his mate laughing as they'd obviously dropped the phone and then it rung off. Oh. I don't think it was Darren Gregory. <laughs> though I was in touch with him around about that time. Well, there you go then. Who knows? Who knows? Well, yeah. What about, yeah. So what about? Well, uh, so telly. So I've watched a lot of Crossroads. I'm trying to think of what I've watched a spot of who. You know. Oh, I'm so gutted that. Oh, by the way, just let me explain. Finish my story. This mm. I, I, I bought off a girl. She used to send uh, like cardboard folders of cut things cut out of looking as that was. And I was thinking, why did you destroy those magazines and stuff? She used to send me Wurzel clippings and stuff. And I, I used to break my heart thinking of all the TV times and lookings she chopped up together. Did you never say to her, look, Don't you do silly it. girl, can you send me the proper thing? She was... Um, or was it a business people, thing? There's people, yeah, there's people out there that just sell clippings. I know. Anyway, that's just... No, it just upsets me that, oh, no, destroying publications. So what, what magazine's it from? That's from Lookin, I can tell by, uh, in the 80s. Do you remember when Lookin went, oh, you won't. But Lookin went all 80s and started doing like, um, do you remember, what was that magazine? The Face, wasn't it? Never heard of it. You've never heard of The Face? No. Wow, okay. Well, The Face was a, it's a sort of landmark, isn't it, in publishing because it kind of, it's the first mainstream publication that was the crossover between sort of the underground and uh, mainstream in the 80s. Huge publication, The Face. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But they sort of <clears throat> completely revolutionised how we do... I mean, you know Dot True magazine now? Yes. How it's kind of laid out and there's big mm. blocks and it's like there's like triangles of yellow here. Oh, and there. yes, yes. It well, that's all because of The Face. The Face sort of changed how we design magazines. Oh, Okay. I did graphic designer to A level. Oh yes, you did. Clearly. Quite clearly. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, me no, sorry no. for me signed serif. No, that's that's lovely for you. We used to have a great lecturer, Dave Harrington. I still see him now and again. I love Dave so mm. very much. He's a wonderful man. Looks like Terry Scott. Who's not gonna love Terry Scott? Oh. And um Dave used to always be going on about Neville Brody and Peter Saville 
and all that, you know, graphic designers. And uh, I just thought Jimmy's brother. No, 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 no. Peter Savile, Neville Brody, you know. We used to go to exhibitions at the Corner Heist in Manchester. It's rather good. Anyway, I'm drifting. Doctor Who season nine, I've finished it. I'm bereft. Mm. I've I've done every extra, even. There you go. That's it. You're done. You're done. That's it. A special mention must be made of Toby Haydock. Mm. And his on-screen chemistry with... Uh, John Levine. John Levine. <sighs> Love it. It's absolutely I, I, wonderful. John I Levine, as we've said before, put... is not always the easiest person for everyone. No, but he just He's... he gets a tune out of him. He does. Beautiful. I could watch hours. Of, uh, there's a lovely extra on, I think, is it season 10? Is it uh, 10 that's the, the Living there? with Levine, is it that? <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's that's... brilliant. A whole weekend with him. It's just magnificent stuff. If in the unlikely event Toby Haydock is listening to this, more. Just yes, more. Just Pitch more a of series. That. Do a season of podcasts. See, do a reality show. Now, there's one I'd watch. Just basically follow those two around. If Toby I, I moved in with him for a month. Literally. There you go. Moist with anticipation that. at that. Oh, I'd commission that. I'd, I'd box set. Oh, yes. Crowdfund it. Uh, I'll chuck in. Anyway. Yes. It's gone. It's done. Yes, you're done with it. Season 20 <sighs> next, apparently, though, dear. Oh, now we are talking fluffy toys, Ralph. We are. So there oh. you go. Um, so there's that. But in the meantime, there's Easter. There is Easter. Yeah. So go on, Easter. What's that mean to you? Is Doctor it, is Who it... and the Daleks novelisation, David Whittaker and eating too many cream eggs that I was sick. My nan was always ill at Easter. It's mm. kind of tradition. Oh, okay. So, Fair so enough. she'd be in a bed all Easter, and I'd sit in this sort of rickety chair in a room, right? Um, the one above a piss bucket, and uh... <laughs> Northern ways. Yep, yes. Northern ways. Yeah. And um, I'm going to edit that out. By the way, that's that's, 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 that's terrible. No, anyway, I think that uh, should stay in. I think she, she was ill, um, <laughs> and I did leave the room when it was utilised. Obviously. Well, one would hope. Yeah, you know, it wasn't just Harry C come on and they're going, oh, he's doing well this week, quack. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it wasn't a communal one. You didn't use it as well. Absolutely so not. No. Absolutely no. not. I used to go down the garden. <laughs> you know. Was there a toilet there or did you just... Well, it was outside. But we oh, okay. built the veranda, hadn't we? The lean-to to sort mm. of enclose it. In. Anyway, so mm. uh, she was always ill over Easter. Yeah. So I would sit on the rickety chair. We'd watch, you know... Jesus of Nazareth, which was mm. always on. Yes. And one Easter in particular, I read uh, Doctor Who and the Daleks, which is up there somewhere. Mm-hmm. I've even bound it in, uh, do you remember Fablon? Sticky back the plastic. The clear plastic stuff. Yeah. Yeah. still got the Fablon around it. My mum loved Fablon. My mum did as well. I could never do it without her bubbles, ever. I couldn't do it. And it still angers yeah. me. I've got yeah. I've got a few things. My copy of Time Flight is is fabulous. Oh, did you have a go at that as well? Yeah, and it's got a bloody great big air bubble on the bat that I've obviously tried to push through, and then I've thought, right, if I puncture it, pin. stab. No. Yeah, I've done the trick with the pin. Absolutely Didn't work. not. It just. She loved Fablon. The wood mm. grain one was in the kitchen on everything. Yeah. Yeah. I think my uncle Norman had that had that wood effect one. I you had think. an uncle Norman. I'm infinitely jealous. Oh, Uncle Norman. Uh, Uncle Norman's still alive. Great. He's uh, in his 80s. Uh, he and his uh, wife, Amy. Uh, they're fabulous, lovely people. Um, 
Yeah. Norman uh, reminds me, he's like, if he was Disneyfied, he'd be like a, a walrus sort of character. He's got he's got this moustache, sort of a walrusy moustache, and he's Papa quite walrus. loud. Papa Walrus. Yes. That's the of adventures thing. of Papa Walrus. Oh, there you go. That's what I'd I would watch. I'd watch that. He just, yeah. in his house, he's just got a rock he sits on. That's all you need. But he yeah. used to have a Jack Russell that was really, I mean, quite spherical, this dog. Um, <laughs> so he would call it Piglet. And then he'd roll it across the floor, like pushing a sausage roll and it would spin. So, yeah. Anyway, happy days. Ah, foggy neats. There you go. Um, um, yeah. Okay. Easter. Mm. So, yeah, Easter is kind of Fablon, Daleks. Mm. Um, Robert Powell. Obs. Right. <laughs> Uh, well, maybe not in your house, actually. Not in my house. Absolutely not, because uh, it was either Lou Grade or was it Zeffirelli? It was one Lou Grade and Zeffirelli. Yeah, but one of the two of them, there was suspicion in my house that one of them wasn't a Christian. Of course, it was Lou oh, Grade. I see. No, absolutely not. Really? That was enough? That was enough. That was enough. Nope. Can't but Jesus that. was Jewish. That's the conundrum that's never quite been solved. Hmm. Yeah, no. So you didn't get the, the beautiful Robert Powell and his piercing blue eyes? No. For Easter. I've still not seen Jesus of Nazareth. Oh, I've I got. Know. I have the DVD. I'm afraid to tell. Really? You. Yeah. It's it magnificent. Feels, it feels like something I should own. Has it? Right. At any point, does it say it's ATV? Yeah. Or really? Hmm. <sighs> well, it might be ITC International. I don't know. Uh, that was also. No. Lograde, wasn't it? it? Oh, yeah. That was the film division. Could be ATV. that as well. Yeah. It's brilliant, though. You would love it. I'm amazed you've not seen it. But anyway, so it's, well, it's Robert Powell. Then, yeah. Yes. As in Jesus. all his pomp. Um, Daleks. Mm. Fablon. Yep. Cream Eggs. Uh-huh. Did you, do you like... I loved them. Oh, I loved, I loved them. Absolutely loved them. But for me... It was more... Easter was always uncomfortable shirt day for some reason. Oh, yeah. Because, I know, but um, sort of around Christmas and that sort of thing was all jumpers and that sort of thing. So Christmas Day when one went to church, that was a jumpery thing. But come Easter, for some reason, it was suddenly it was uncomfortable shirt time. I remember that. And, like, buttoned up. And I did not like that sensation at all. Well, because... We were poor. Mm. The old woman on the corner, Flo Turner, <laughs> every year used to say to me, "Ass rig the air for Easter. She would buy me new clothes for Easter. She never did. Oh, right. Oh, but okay. every year she would promise, "Ass rig the air for Easter, mm. which used to offend me now. Why did it offend her? Because we were, the inference being, we were too poor to afford to rig me out. Oh, okay. Rig no, you I could... out. I shall rig you out for Easter. Yes. No, I, well, I can see why she wouldn't have liked that. Mm, yes. Flo was rebuked. Oh, I see. Yes. Was it a bit Coronation Streety? Oh, where I lived? Mm. Oh, God, yeah. Flo and Edie used to sit on the front on, like, dining room chairs every night. Oh, every man. night, yapping away. Oh. And I would wake up every morning with Flo shouting over her fence, Edie! Every morning. That's magnificent, you see. That's that's proper. I like it that. Was. They, it I like was. It was. Were, they were horrendous gossips. And I got mm. into trouble because, as a kid, they'd grill me and I would just tell them everything about my family and that. 
little knowing that this was just like, you know, oh, police yeah. interrogation. Absolutely. And then word got back to me, Nan. Oof. And then you were in trouble, presumably. Oh, yes. Ooh, right. Telling them all about divorces and bloody illegitimate kids and stuff. Oof. Yeah, I'm a kid. Yeah, because there's a fair bit of spicy stuff that you could tell them from Every family. family's got it. Oh, yeah. It's and they true, were actually. inquisitors, you know, uh, extraordinaire. Mm. So Old you ladies heard. were brilliant at that sort of thing, weren't they? Oh, I wonder right. if it was World War Two. I remember sort of like them being terribly buttoned up with very nice hats. My Auntie Lena wouldn't go out without a very nice they hat. They all wore... Looked like, like a cake. These house coats mm. buttoned down the front and they all Absolutely. had headscarves. Me oh, yeah. did. And they yeah, did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but no, my, well, my Auntie Lena, no, no headscarf for her. It was a hat. But it was like... It looked a bit like the spaceship in Death to the Daleks. You know, it's oh, like yeah. a big, proper shaped hat uh, on Lena. She <sighs> was uh, she was a good Lena. Protestants and their hats. Oh yeah, she loved a hat. She I, wouldn't but, be seen without the hat. It was if it was a special day, mm. they'd put the teeth in. And that's what <laughs> I've experienced the first time I saw my nan with her teeth in. Really? Yeah. She didn't wear her teeth normally. Oh God, no. Why? I presume they were uncomfortable. I've no idea. Not wearing <laughs> false teeth. You know, no, in John. They're fitted, aren't they? They can't be uncomfortable. My granddad had a, uh, false teeth, but they were... I think all my grandparents had false teeth. Well, if were... you read The Road to Wigan Pier, George Orwell finds out in Wigan in the 20s or 30s, whenever he visited there, that uh, people got all their teeth removed as an 18th birthday present. Oh, and the, God, and, yeah. And, and the quote in 1984, the woman tells him, is, teeth's a misery. Mm. So they all had them taken out. So that they didn't have to go through, because they didn't have money, did they? So they no. didn't have to go through the pain of when they needed a filling or a tooth removed. It's like, get them all ripped out now. Oh, I know. Jesus. Yeah. I know, yeah. I know. But it's then, crazy. But then they got false teeth that were fitted. So surely wouldn't your nans have been fitted or was she just being gifted some from... I don't uh, know. She couldn't be arse wearing them. I mean, you know. None of like them could. It's like some. <laughs> none That's of why them. you've got the Les Dawson caricature, haven't you? With uh, with the gummy thing that he does. With the, all the mm. gurning. Yeah. Because Les took his false teeth out to play the character because that's what they did. I didn't know Les had false teeth. How do you think he pulled them faces? Oh, God. Mm. Well, so, you learn something new every so day. So gurning became a thing, didn't it? In the Oh, North, God. Where it they did. Put that, the horseshoe saddle, saddle, that's it, a neck. saddle thing, horseshoe-shaped yeah. saddle thing. Yeah. And you had to gurn through it. Oh, yeah. It it's was probably a bridle or something, is it? I don't know what it oh, is. I think it is a bridle, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So, yeah, no, I remember those. Yeah. Bloody hell. Yeah. Strange, very strange. Different world, dear boy. Different mm. world, dear boy. They wouldn't mm. think twice about a finger up the arse. No, no, absolutely not. No. Welcome it. They would. As long as it they was free. They wouldn't be intimidated. They wouldn't be moaning about it and claiming that they needed therapy. Not that I feel I need therapy about it. No. Just, of course not. It's true. It's Just a large building. sum of cash. Uh, that would help. Large sum of cash. I'll tell you Maybe that. there's adverts in uh, the magazines now, isn't what? there? You know, Proctology a, Monthly. Or... Yeah. If you had a finger up your ass, no win, no fee. No win, no finger. <laughs> no winger. <laughs> um... <laughs> So, yeah, hurry yeah. shirts for you. 
Yes. Uh, well, yeah, it was. For me, I'm winning. This is the thing. I mean, it would be Friday. Obviously, we would go to church, and mm-hmm. that was uncomfortable shirt day. Mm. Saturday wasn't, but for some reason, nothing else happened. So the usual things I would have done, go to the orchestra in the morning, you know, that sort of thing, play the violin. <laughs> just for three hours or so in a lovely big house. No buttered scones for me, Mater. This was just a standard Saturday morning. and But that didn't happen. And Saturday was very subdued, and I don't think the telly was allowed on in the morning for some reason. Ooh. And then Sunday was Easter eggs were there, but only allowed to start them because then it was church. And I was into the same stiff shirt again, and I had to go to church for a Protestant service and just listen, and I hated it. And Sunday school wasn't on. It was bullshit. Was Sunday school good? I used to uh, wonder what that was like. That's a Protestant thing. Is it? Mm. Oh, yeah, because you'd have been doing all the lighting, the candles. And That's stuff. right. Um, Sunday high school. On incense. Well, Sunday school was a weird one, actually. Sunday school was normally old women. And I like an old woman. I've always liked an old woman. So it was old women. And they'd chat for a bit. And I wouldn't be interested. And then you'd do some colouring in. Then there'd be biscuits and drinks. Uh, then you'd time sing. for Wurzel? And then, but no, but then you had to go back into the church at the end of a hymn. So it was like a military operation. We had to be queued in. And they did it perfectly every week. So as the organist did the final sort of do, 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 do bit, we'd walk in and sit. And I loved that. I remember waiting for the queue each week. I liked that bit. But I suppose these days, because all the girls seem to like the pouty pictures don't they mm, mm. it's like pouty peace sign or whatever oh, yeah. they do yeah. well if they'd had the teeth took out wouldn't be very popular would it les dawson instead of who does the pouting thing paris hilton or something she's probably 50 now paris hilton well now there's a thing because i messaged you earlier in the week didn't i because i was on the train and suddenly i was surrounded um by an influx of european youths which yes. I wasn't expecting. No. Um, and I, I'm not sure. I, they, I think they were Italian. They may have been Spanish. But they filled the whole coach. And I'm just sat there. Thinking, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm on the train. What's going on here? It's absolutely fine. But you know, you're being very loud in, mm. in Spanish or something. And they were doing all the peace signs and the pouting and all that. Yeah, they love it. Oh, they absolutely love it. loved it. So, yeah. uh, and it was, it was quite sweet. And then they came to the village. And I'm sure they had a nice time. But yes, I hope whilst they, you allowed them. I hope they left before curfew. Yeah. Of course. Of yeah. course. Yeah. Um, but, the, yeah, the, the lack of teeth wouldn't help with that. Well, no, you'd look awful. Mm. Oh, no, I don't fancy that at all. Teeth's a misery. Well, they are. I mean, but like you, I'm not the best when it comes to dentists. No. Not keen. I've got half a tooth here. I've had it for... 23 years oh I've got one up there as well yeah which is no, and it can stay that way yeah, when I went for an x-ray they said the nerves were dead mm. hence no pain mm. but you should have it uh, removed and you'll get a referral for a dental hospital I was like hmm. and here we are I've still not had it 23 years later <sighs> should we get on with nice stuff should we do that? well okay alright we'll go on with nice stuff no go on what was you going to say well are you sure you didn't just miss a letter and maybe no. they, they... You sure? Absolutely certain. Oh, dear. 
I sat uh, sentry-like at the letterbox for three months. <laughs> and Just no me referral. and the vodka. No, no referral. Me, the vodka and the piss bucket. We there didn't you go. move. That's, we that's didn't all move. you need. Um, so nice, nice things, things this, this week. week. Thanks to the season nine box set. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm sure you have. Who is Michael Bryant? No, I don't actually. Don't you? No. Oh, I'm surprised at that. It's a, it's a very reasonable price. Was this Brand on new. Amazon? Uh, eBay, I think I got that. Ooh, I don't like uh, they, eBay. They only had the audio book on Amazon. I don't like audio books. No. No, I want the book. Mind but... you, if he read it, fair play, but sometimes they don't read them do they i don't like that no absolutely I, I find that i find that terribly confusing if it's a biographical thing yeah it's like you know having bill owen from last of the summer wine reading osama bin laden's thing it doesn't I, I'd actually, I, I don't know i quite enjoy that, i would actually. watch that i yeah. would watch that um no i don't think it's oh, compo it's... bin laden <laughs> <laughs> There's only a Kindle edition available. Exactly. On eBay, oh. it's brand new. It's the I'm suspecting that Michael is sending them out himself. Yeah. As I'm su- suspecting Michael McStay is sending his out. Oh, my Michael McStay book. We should we should mention that. Yes. Um, so obviously I've now got a dog. I'm now a dog owner. And, and uh, Stanley is uh, teething, I'm guessing. Uh, well, yes. I mean, absolutely. But as you saw yesterday, he's an interesting dog. But... Um, I made the mistake of reading some of Michael McStay's wonderful book uh, in the the other day. I was sat in with the pooch for a bit, sort of bonding, um, and I left the book there. And consequently, the, uh, the dog ate the back of my book. Um, Mine remains intact, oosh. though I don't have the lovely Stanley. So no, see, this is what I—that's what I've got of the epilogue. So. I might need you to uh, just photograph those pages no and problem. send them to me. These um, two, uh, design-wise and colour-wise, are remarkably similar, aren't they? Oh, they are, actually, yes. Yeah, they sort of complement each other. I don't know if it's the same publisher. Is uh, the Bryant one, uh, is that a softback? Yeah. Oh. All you, well, yeah. I, sh- I shall it's find it. Like. I shall get it. Um, anyway, no, that's lovely. So, uh, is that your nice thing this week? Yeah, I've... Uh, been busy this week. It's a shame mm. I've uh, I've not. But there's nothing to buy. There's not an awful lot. Bought it all. No, it's, there's not an awful lot. Well, I got a nice thing this week, but it was like mm, got yeah. to get it. Oh, so, yeah. Well, you remember that uh, I got my lovely copy of uh, Daytime Gothic, but then there was a spillage incident. incident. Mm, it's got all sticky. So, uh, got a new copy of Daytime Gothic. Mm. That's it. It's not good, is it? It's not good, and we're all sort of. We need to set the alarm clock for November. Just await the season twenty. We really do. I mean, the thing is, there there isn't an awful lot of nice stuff out there to get at the moment, is there? Now, when you've bought it all, yeah. I mean, I'm looking up here now. I've got the brothers book. Mm. I've got the complete secret army. I've got the Sweeney Mm. book. Got about nine books about Jeremy Brett's homes. Got the prisoner book. McGowan's about a biography. I've I mean, Dick Fiddy's books. Fantastic. Mm. I mean, I suppose I could burn them and buy more. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, you could. <laughs> but it doesn't seem you could like a, a sort of, you know, a sensible thing to do. Not really, no. no. There will be something else that you've Well, not I was got. considering Nick Courtney's books, but apparently they're rubbish. Really? Mm. His biographies. They're just like lists, apparently. Oh, that's a shame. And then it's I did bit, this. 
Oh no, oh no. Mm. Well, Michael Sheard's books are meant to be wonderful. Do you know oh. about his books? No, right, I'm buying them. Well. Unless they're £140 each. Oh no, no, I think they're available, but it's uh, when we say we're buying them, you're quite right. Because Michael Sheard, Mr. Bronson from Grange Hill, obviously, and lots of other lovely stuff, wrote the first volume of um, his memoirs, and then... I'd rather enjoy this. So he went back and started writing bits in more detail. I think by the time of his death, he'd published 14 volumes of memoir. You're kidding No. No, I'm not kidding you. As it goes on, they're more difficult to get because I think the last few were self-published. But he just wrote so much about his own life. Just huge amounts. Huge amounts. But I think certainly the first book, which is him going, I'll tell the whole story. That's worth a read. That is well worth a read. Ah, right, so the first one. Home in yep. on that. Go for that. That's lovely stuff, mate. Well, oh, the pa- I, I was that. looking at the... I was going to get the Peter Vaughan one, who turned mm. 100 this week. Mm. Um, and I was going to get that, but apparently that's not very good either. It's just lists. Oh. Whereas the Robert Stevens one, mm. available at... A, a, I, th- I, I, I think I should have... Paid another ten pounds at least. It's 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 like three wonderful quid delivered. That's, and that's the benchmark. Yeah, that's a stunning piece of work. Love it. Love that's it. beautiful. That's lovely. Although I am enjoying uh, the uh, the Michael McStay one, inconsequential and irrelevant. Mm. Uh, he's quite well. The stories are good, but the way he talks about theatre is rather lovely, and just sort of all this about who you don't sleep with, you know, things like that. He's uh, yeah. Got a lovely writing style, so I'm enjoying that. What's left of it? Now the dog's finished with it. Well, we could photocopy the last couple of pages and sellotape them in. Mm. You used to get the odd library book like that, didn't you? You that did, had actually. Had pages photocopied and stuck in. Yeah, that's true. Well, yes, I'll do that then. The Not spicy bits where they got broken. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, some chaps have maybe got a little overexcited. Well, yes. Yes, couldn't happen with Shakespeare. I don't know how you can do that with the Nightmare of Eden, but you know, well, it, well, it does happen. Nightmare of Eden's got a woman in it, uh, the main guest girl, and right. she's now um, a Tory councillor or something like that, or she's like Lady Mayoress or something. She won't talk about it. Won't, won't she? Won't talk about it at all. Oh. No. There you go. There's the thing. Well, yes, I, I, I've got a sort of little. Like the keys of Marinus, mm. uh, the Nightmare of Eden, and the Power of Crawl were the three first three Doctor Who novelizations I got mm. out of the library, and they yeah. are a very special place. Yes, well, Power of Crawl was the first one I saw. Yes, no, 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 no away from that. Away so from Robert, Doctor Who, Robert Powell on the cross. So yes. go on. What was the whole? What was your take on it? What was the Catholic thing then? Because mine was just pain and unpleasant shirts. Well, we had to do the Stations of the Cross on Good Friday. Go on. Is so you like... go around the church. If you go into a church, Catholic church, you'll notice there are six paintings on each side of the church. Right. And they're all numbered. And there right. is procession with the cross until he ends up crucified. Oh, right. So every Easter, I, we used to argue about who carried the great big gold cross thing. Mm. I always won. As I was drenched in divinity. Absolutely. Um, And I was the biggest lad. Right. So, um, obviously, I carried it. Um, So, 
the altar boys walk with the cross and at each uh, painting we stop mm -hmm. and the priest sort of gives it some incense and what have you and then we move on to the next cross mm -hmm. uh, picture and a bit more incense and whatnot and we do effectively Christ's journey. Oh, mm. okay. So yeah. you did that and then was that it? You all went home or...? Um, well, there was was, a that, was it a mass then? Did you yeah. do a mass? Yeah. Right. What describe what a mass is? Because I've never, I'm not allowed to know these things. Long, really? Yeah, the long, especially oh. a Good Friday service because you've got the Stations of the Cross. So, oh, so that was part of the mass. Yeah. So is a mass just a church service? Yeah, but it's sort of it follows the standard path. You get when you walk in, you get the missalette when you walk in, and that's a sort of piece of paper a folded little booklet that's got the the whole service in it so you can join in with the responsorial psalms and mm. things like that you'd love it well i quite like a missalette sounds like a young french girl to me oh no nothing like that dear. nothing like that at all no 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 mm. no no we had lydia who was my granddad's cousin <laughs> she used to uh iron and wash the uh vestments that we wore oh okay and then See, father Lydon. this is the thing the cloaks and all that. Oh. Yeah, you see, you're into it now. Aren't oh, I'd have you? loved that. I would genuinely have loved that. I should have been born a Catholic. So I would have. I would have loved all There's the dressing. Some of up. the responsorial psalms, such as "As the deer in the forest, I run free," and things like that. Well, that's like the box of delights. It's very like it. Yeah. There's tons of uh, the paganic in it. Loads and loads, oh. loads. I went to a funeral of um, a friend of mine, Father Charles Lynch, who was uh, the pastor, the padre at San Quentin on death row in America. Bloody hell. And he was also the editor of the Catholic Times and he interviewed every prime minister from Macmillan to Thatcher. Very interesting chap. And I used to do his newsletter every week and I'd take it round there mm. <laughs> on a Friday afternoon and he'd come the door just in his sort of you know, collar and a bit of a bib on it, like the black yeah. bit that they button the coat over. And he's like, ah, come in, Mike, come in, Mike. Oh, ah, you're a heathen, Mike, but you're welcome. So he had, a, he had a drinks party on a Friday afternoon, Father Lynch. Right. And they'd all be in the kitchen, just nailing the Bushmills. It was great. Uh, but he was a really interesting character. Anyway, so went to his funeral. Um, and that was really strange because obviously you've not just got a normal funeral. You've got some of the top brass from the church are there. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It's a crowded stage. It's a crowded altar <laughs> hmm. with all these guys and they all have their varying colours of robes to denote their rank and stuff like that. You so know, who one, would you have? You'd have bishop? Yeah, you had the, well, you had the archbishop, certainly. Right, because okay. Because he was in the sort of the purple. Okay. Then um, you had the Monsignor who's in like a powder blue. I always thought you'd suit the uh, the Monsignor garb. Well, I always imagine the Monsignor, if you know, because obviously in my head it becomes a BBC television drama. And I imagine that he was a bit devious. Yeah. Yeah. Say no more. Okay. <laughs> um, um, good. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> Um, so as a role, as a role, I think I would play that. Oh, like, yeah, the Monsignor. Sort yeah. of Cardinal Richelieu sort of stuff. Yes. yes. Yeah, it was. Uh, and what struck me about it, because it wasn't a normal, like, mass mass. Mm. It was like, it was very pagan, if I'm being honest with you. It was all about, you know, like, lots of when the, as the deer runs free in the fire and all this sort of stuff. And I was like, mm. wow, this is interesting. So this is how they bury each other as such. 
It's a very uh, different aspect to it. Well, I suppose the, you're going to have that because of it being a Catholic service. I suppose it had much more history to play mm. with than yeah. the old Church of England. Um, well, there was because, a lot of ritual in it. Well, exactly. So you had all of that to draw on, whereas mm. we could only really go back to the 1500s in terms of tradition. And that's not that long to build up tradition for. Well, it's years. not just that with your church, is it? It's the whole uh, basis for its foundation was the removal of, I think I'm right in saying, the third commandment. Thou shalt not create false idols. So you don't have paintings, you don't have statues, you don't have stained glass, you don't have any of these, the, the iconography. Um, well, I mean, no, were... as it was called at the time, it wasn't yeah. that stuff in a bowl. No, all um, that stuff has to go, and that's why you get these, um, like the, the little church in Stratford-upon-Avon, uh, I think it was only 30, 40 years ago that they discovered this, where they found underneath a whitewash all mm. of these pictures and so rather than destroy them, which is what they were told to, the villagers, and we know that one of them was Shakespeare's dad, uh, the villagers, instead of destroying them, just gave them a really light layer of whitewash because they didn't know if the religion was going to flip back again. It was it was so like that, yeah. wasn't it? Where it's this, it's now it's that. No, it's I'd have had the that. painting on the wall that you could turn around with the king on it and the pope, mate. Like the fallen Madonna with the big boobies. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. Um, what's the Markham and Wise movie where they're in a Banana Republic and they keep switching the picture around because there's a different guy in charge? The Magnificent well, Two, maybe. I, I it might know. be. I'm not sure. I, I never liked those Markham and Wise films. No, they don't work, do they? Not for me. They don't work. But anyway, really so yeah, it was it was uh, brilliant, mm. an, an amazing spectacle, very See, different I, to what the lay people get. And I, I think that's yeah, I would have I would have liked that much more. The ceremony. Well, you could side. become a Catholic priest because uh, Anglican converted Catholic priests are allowed to marry because they're generally already married. Would I have to sit an exam? You do. He told me that. He went to the University of Durham and did his A-levels there. And this in the 1940s. So I presume there must be some form of formal education for it. I don't know. Well, yeah, off to the seminary. And... Hmm. I don't know. He was full of stories, mate, honestly. The San Quentin ones were quite Oh, no, that'd be wonderful. But I think that the problem with your idea for me is uh, the whole sort of atheism thing. Mm, that is a sticking point. There is that, isn't it? Which I always thought. Yeah. My mum always used to say that. She used to say, oh, but I can imagine you having a career in the church. This is up until quite recently. Uh, she would say that. And I'm like, yeah, but we've had this discussion. I don't believe the same things as you. Oh, that doesn't matter. So, sort of does. Just to be. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, we all live by, well, most of us do live by the sort of central tenets of Christianity. Well, that's just good behaviour, isn't it? That's well, humanity yes. more yes. than anything. I don't think any. I think if anybody needs to be told, there was really basic things. Well, then, that's why the Ten Commandments. We did need to be told. But if you need to be told them now, then well, yes. there's something wrong with We've you. We've had them be... a while. Exactly. We've not read them, boy. But, but no, I mean, surely those are now the just basic standards. We go, okay, that's a basic standard that we hmm. live by. Yeah. So it's it. Yeah, it's not as though we still need them. From a religious point of view. Well, if you don't believe in the death and resurrection of Christ, you can't be mm. a Christian. No. That's kind of a deal breaker, isn't it? 
And that was the thing that most got me about Easter, was the whole resurrection bit, because I didn't think it was good enough. I remember this as a child when I was told the whole thing. He dies on Good Friday, but on Sunday they rolled back the boulder and he was not there and all this. And I thought, two days? I didn't think it was that impressive as a child. I thought just if he dead done... two days? Yeah. Doctor I thought... Who does it all the time. That that just it was that sort of feeling. It was that because I think around this time I'd seen Baker turn into Davison, so I thought it was a similar event. And yeah, two days. If he'd have done a week, I'd have gone fair enough. And then you got Easter week. Well, again, it's bridal to uh, pagan celebration. I mean, Eostra was the goddess of fertility, wasn't she? That's right. where we get the name from. Mm. And hence the eggs yeah. and all that other business. It's fertility. Mm. Mm. They're all uh, fertility celebrations, hence all the Wicker Man stuff and all the other business about uh, Easter. Yes, we should you go know. back to those times, dear. I'd be happier. Well, you know, that's how they got away with it, wasn't they? They sort of kept all the fe- uh, festivals just changed mm. who they were uh, just a bit. revolving around. Yeah, you know. But we still have the village fate, which has got May uh, Maypole dancing. That's Belting. coming up in a few weeks, so... Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, it's this, all the it's, same sort of thing. It's still there. It's just... Uh, they all, they just change the names. Yes. They just change all the names. Well, they I mean, the, the big ats, the bishops and that were... Mm. You know, you can see them in ancient Egypt with the high priest. They're just fish heads. If you see mm. them from the side, it's the fish head with the mouth open. Oh, it's yeah. It's the same hat. Yeah. It's the same hat. Yeah. You know. Uh, and the cross predates Christianity as a symbol of worship. Way back. Oh God! Way yeah. back. And the stone uh, for, uh, circles with crosses in them up in the uh, Hebrides and stuff. Mm, that's what I'd love to go to. The, uh, is it the Ring of Brodga, which Ooh, is on yeah. the island? Oh, I'm desperate to go there. Well, jo- uh, Johnny Lewis is in Mull of Kintyre this week. Oh, now we had a chat about that the other we day, did. didn't we? About, about the song. Yeah. Which is it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because it, it's, it's a very Marmite-y thing, I think we established, yeah. where people seem to be quite opinionated on Mull of Kintyre. It's mm. an odd one. I love it. I absolutely, I love it. I love it when the pipes kick in. I think that's, that's beautiful. But other people think that it's basically dross. Which I didn't <sighs> realise. There's a couple of things that I immediately think of. I think it marked the point at which Paul McCartney really became cosy. Right. And I suppose if you were a Beatles fan, you know, I mean, I, th- I think, is it on McCartney, the first solo album? It might be. Oh, it's on one of them, where he does the song Give Ireland Back to the Irish. So he's sort of early 70s. He's quite, you know, oh. he's quite... Political. Yeah, quite political. And then about 1975, is it, when Mull of Kintyre comes out? Mm. You know, he's sort of like... Well, you know what I mean? He's all kind of, uh, you know what I mean? It's all very cosy, isn't it, with the pipe band and whatnot. Um, but I love it. I love Paul McCartney's music. So, yeah, absolutely. I, but, I mean, the one that really uh, switched off a lot of his fans, which I think is one of the best songs ever, is the Frog Chorus. It's magnificent. It's superb. It's absolutely wonderful. I love I mean, that. McCartney in the early 80s, those singles. Mm, one after the other. I've still got the uh, I've still got my seven inch single of that with the frog chorus and it's McCartney with his arm around Rupert and they're both. I know how good. It's wonderful. How that. good? That's a brilliant cover. Yeah, yeah. That looks wonderful. I the used to world the... is full of misanthropes, dear. Uh, well, no. I no. used to get the Rupert's annuals actually. Every, oh, I've got a load of them here. Yeah. Every Christmas, loved those. Yeah, 
God, there must be a few of them now. Do they still come out, I wonder? I bet they do. They probably I've got do. loads of them. I used to get them at jumble sales. Mm. I used to go to all the Protestant church jumble sales because they were great. Mm. You know. Oh, yeah. That's where you could pick up. Get all the decent swag like there. And the Methodist. Oh, oh yes. The Metho jummy. So did, you, did we not have Catholic um, bring them uh, by? No, you know, we need all our stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, there was the occasional one. Right. Uh, but we didn't have a, like, club stroke hall until the mid-80s when they built one. Wasn't, there wasn't one attached to the church directly? No. Oh, God. No, 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 no. There was just Father Kennedy's garden and his big black Labradors. And you'd be doing his garden going, this is shit. Why were you doing his garden? Because that's what boys did. Oh, Boys had to do the priest's garden. Oh, no, not a euphemism. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, so we had to do his garden. Lydia did all his shopping. Right. And he got a free car off the Renault garage every year. Why? Not, Why not did a bad free... light. I don't know. I don't know. He wangled that. I'm guessing the guy who ran it was, a, you know, one of his congregation. Fair enough. Yeah. That's fair enough. It doesn't sound like a bad life after all. Um, no women. You take the... <laughs> Someday, someday is one wants the company of men. Well, not yes. like that. Yes, yes. No, no, abs- no, 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 no. You'd have no, to do uh, your A levels. Oh God, no! Again, not a I, euphemism. No, no, because I re- I bollocks them up the first time. I really bollocks them. What did up. you do I, yours in? Oh God, crossroads. No, no, I did. Uh, I did music. I did. Oh, I did music. English lit and drama. They were oh. my three. And I did well in the drama, but I wasn't that interested in music. By this point, I'd realised I wasn't interested in music, but I liked the girls. Ah. So so I took A-level uh, music, but it was either the A-level or the GCSE music where I possibly cheated and took a composition off an old BBC comedy record and wrote it out transcripted it and claimed it as my own. And? Past master? Did well, yes. Turns, oh, out, Bill o- Turns out Bill Oddie's lyrics pleased the examiner. Bill Oddie's a great musician. Absolutely wonderful. Well, his six, Sick Man Blues, that got me a, a really decent grade. It was GCSE music. I got an A. You thank shall you, have Bill. to send Bill a postal order. I will. I will have to. Ooh, yeah. You, or a book a... token. Do they still do book tokens? No, I don't think so. You have to just get credit cards with Oh, I've got two of them as gifts, Amazon ones, and it's like I've tried to make them work. Oh, it's a pain in the arse. Just a book token for WH Smiths. Yeah. Do they still have those? Not many. I'm guessing airports. Well, they have them in airports. They do, I suppose. But no, on the high street is where they should be. I always thought that that would be the nicest thing when I retired, would be to just do a couple of days a week in the WH Smiths. I'd, I'd love that. Do you not love a WH Smiths? I did, and then they stopped... Uh, do you remember when they stopped putting carpet in them? Yeah. That was the first sign of the decline, wasn't it? I used to yeah. love going there for my uh, Doctor Who magazine. Oh, yes. Absolutely. That was a lovely day of the month. Oh, the Allerton Road WH Smiths, because upstairs in there, that was where the records and yes. then videos and tapes were. That yeah. was just... Yeah, yeah, I yeah. That. Captain oh. Sensible's what? is the first single I bought from the upstairs of a WHS. Really? Yeah, Warrington. Oh. First thing I got, I think I ordered one of the, you know, the BBC videos of Hancock where you got three episodes. Um, it was... Oh, 
Which ones was it now? The Economy Drive. Or oh, two others, but that's the first thing they all. The Bowman's is on that one, and the Radio Ham in it. I think that's. No, it's is not the Bowman's and the Radio Ham. No, it's but it's. I used to love anyway. those. I ordered the Steptone Son, the first one I got. Mm. Star is born. <coughs> Cuckoo in the nest and upstairs, downstairs, upstairs, downstairs. The blue one. Yes. Love them. Do you love still have them. that? I don't. You know, I flogged them, and I wish I hadn't. Oh. I, yeah. I got rid of them years ago because well what bothered me with it was that they didn't continue the livery did they they changed it and i loved the i suppose they ran out of primary colors but they did a sort of a green one which was i can't remember the yellow one was live now pay as you earn later blue one was a star is born and the red one (coughs) i can't remember but they'd done the primary colors and then the rest of them come out with like different fonts and stuff and it's like messy Oh no, 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 no. I don't like I can't that. abide that. Some would no. say I'm O C D. Maybe. But no, I'm I'm completely with you there, dear. Yeah. Yeah. No. But the Hancock ones were beautiful as well. I think they were blue, yellow, red and green as well. They were. Yeah. They were wonderful. And the Faulty Towers ones. They were all primary colours, weren't they? Were I they? Remember that yeah, red was Kipper and the Corpse, green was Psychiatrist, Brown was Basil the Rat. Um, blue was now. the Germans, as I recall. Yeah, um, I remember now. With the but they had a single photo on the front instead of it was only Hancock that had all those, wasn't it? Forty Towers once had four different photos, but the yeah the uh, the Hancock ones had the like a contact sheet. Yeah, yeah. So did right. the Forty Towers ones have the logo in the middle or something? No, they wouldn't have had. They'd have been at the top, wouldn't they? Logo Forty Towers logo at the top, and then four photos to illustrate the episodes. I think this or, scintillating chat must be, ooh, the yes, viewers yes. must be loving this. Yeah, no, no, but it, it. Oh, they were wonderful. They were absolutely magnificent. Yeah, videos. they I were great those. to have. I still oh. got a VCR. I've got a VCR. I just don't have the tapes anymore. No. That's a shame because. I miss those. I did keep one, that John Pertwee one that I got from when we used to swap tapes years ago. Not the one of him doing Aunt Sally over a bale of hay, obviously. Um, and that's where that uh, the clip that's on the Wurzel box set that I'm no doubt not credited for comes from. Mm. What did you say it was called? Today? The, oh, the is Southern it the Southern? Um, oh. Not the day today. Some no, like that. no, anyway. no. It's not that. Anyway, so I'm glad I kept that because it would appear there isn't a better cop. Well, there we are. There we so are. So I, I, I sort of digitised it, thinking, well, you'll find a better copy. Mm. And then uh, they got in touch to say that I had been credited when they showed it at the BFI. So, oh, there you go. Are you credited on the box? I don't know. I find it unlikely, but uh, who knows? Yes, who knows? I might be. You I may well. be. Yeah, not may. paying 80 quid to find out. Absolutely not. No, I gave no. you the clip. Yeah. Uh, yes. Mo- anyway. Moving along. Mm. I sound like Bruce Forsyth now about his daughter in that... Uh, do you remember that clip? No. Where his daughter didn't get nominated for Eurovision or some song contest. Yeah. And um, uh, after he died, there was a doc about him and they just showed clip after clip where he's like, oh, yes, and my daughter didn't get... <laughs> it's just like still <laughs> going on about it. 20 years later. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, I love how he shoehorned it in. Mm. Somebody'd be going on about something. Yes, well, my daughter didn't. He'd go on. <laughs> oh, I miss Brucey. Oh, we all miss Brucey. Everyone misses Brucey. 
And and he straddled the divide, didn't he? I think he straddled the BBC ITV divide, but he therefore straddled the Protestant Catholic thing. He was a unifying factor. He was. Really? He was, wasn't he? Yeah. He really yeah. was. But he could seamlessly glide between the two broadcasters in a way that no one else possibly could. Yeah, he suited both. It was very Les strange. Dawson. But he was, it was a bit more... Mm. Mm. So Les Dawson's transition is kind of like Kenny Everett's, wasn't it? It was never quite as good on the BBC. No, that's right. It went, went Yorkshire to BBC. That's mm. right. Although then again... Blankety Blank's fantastic. Blankety Blank. That's he, the thing. He hit gold blank. like that. Oh, it's absolutely superb in that. Him oh. and Terry Wogan. And then, of course, Paul O'Grady, who took it on. Yeah, he was marvellous. And we didn't talk about Paul O'Grady last week. We didn't. Which we actually should. is criminal. Yes, we should talk about Paul O'Grady. Oh, man, um, Paul O'Grady. What a fucking guy. Mm. He's just... I remember my mum, this morning was on, mm. Um and they were doing some seg- segment on drinks or something. It's when he was still doing Lily Savage. And he got slaughtered on it. Do you remember that? Yeah, at the Albert Dock. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We both pissed our pants. Oh. Oh, man, that was great. Absolutely wonderful. But so you've got, you've got that. I mean, I well, I, I sat next to his daughter, Sharon, in maths. Oh, there wow. There you go. And we were, we were both shit at maths. So... Wow. There you go, throughout my GCSE years. Um, yeah, uh, we really were dog shit at maths. Oh, yeah, terrible. Do- Three attempts I had to have at my GCSE. Oh, God, yeah, terrible. Absolutely awful. But she was equally shit, which was nice. Um, but then you get this remarkable career, don't you, that, where you've got someone who, who just sort of is there at such an important point when the whole AIDS epidemic was mm. really starting and the police busting club after club he was performing in, wearing rubber gloves so they didn't catch it. Yeah. You know, to have gone through that and to have been a leading figure in that and then to end up, I would say, national treasure status, oh, would you? 100%. 100%. I mean, he, his, even his, policy, his hiring policy on his show. Oh, yeah. You know, was whereby it, he would make sure that people who were unemployed got work. Yeah, so he'd actually have uh, make sure they advertised the shows in the job centre, wouldn't yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah. And get people into the industry. That level of micromanaging, mm. because, you know, um, you were sort of philosophically sound, mm. um, is well, probably unique. Yeah, I think so. Well, the only other thing I can think of, I'm not even sure if it's true, but apparently Robin Williams used to do a thing when any film he was working on... Uh, he wanted 10 homeless people employing uh, full-time on the film to do whatever, uh, and that was apparently something he did. So, probably. Probably. Apparently. But, uh, no, certainly I think, yeah. I mean, to have, to have ended up in that position where you're actually going from Lily Savage being busted in clubs to doing sort of nice, cosy TV things with the future queen, you go... I'm guessing someone is... must have seen his act and just gone... Fuck me, this is amazing. We've got to get this guy on telly. I presume he started on Channel 4. I'm presuming. Okay, maybe. I mean, that's my first memory of him was on This Morning. Mm. But, I mean, he must have been in the business 20 years then. Oh, God, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think he started off, he's one of those people who starts off getting a normal job, but it just doesn't do it for them. Uh, Because I know he became a dad when he was very young. I think about 19 or so. Um, and then 
leaving all that behind and establishing yourself with this new career, you know, just wonderful. And a dog lover as well, of course. Oh, true enough, yeah. Huge yeah. dog lover. Anyone who loves dogs is all His right. Radio 2 show used to be the best on a Sunday night. Mm. That was brilliant. Mm. Wonderful. I'm a big fan of Crossroads as well. A big fan. A Crossroads special, I believe, is he did or something. There is. There's a Crossroads special, and it's currently on the iPlayer to listen again to, which is just glorious. Two hours. There you oh. go. That's you, Happy. That's, that's me, Happy. No, I think uh, Paul O'Grady was a very nice thing. and I think Oh, I'd have loved to have met him. Gone far, 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 far too soon. Yeah. I know he had that. Um, he had heart attacks and stuff, didn't he? Cause he, he used did. to talk about it on the Radio Two show. Yeah, uh, and he was yeah, saying he'd right. had to pack in smoking and blah 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 blah. But uh, but uh, it, I think he was performing on stage in Edinburgh, or Glasgow, <coughs> one or the other, on the Saturday before he died. So he really? was on. Yeah, he's on Amazing. stage doing what, whichever musical it is he, he's been doing bits in. But he was he was doing that performance about it's about two days before he died. So you know, just such a sudden must be a Awful shock for your family. Well, it's every actor's dream to go in harness, isn't it? You know what I mean? So he's still working right to the end. That's very true, yeah. Yeah, But yeah, yeah. God, he... Those audience with as well. Mm, Absolutely magnificent. You keep talking, I've just got to plug something in. Oh? But yes, Um, there we go. Um, Yeah, there's a great rant that was on Twitter about George Osborne. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that? No. Oh, it's great. That. Yeah. Yeah. From uh, obviously his Paul O'Grady show. Oh, no. Um, brilliant. I remember when I thought it was very brave to retire Lily. I think so. Yeah. I, I, I thought at the time, not that I've got any bloody knowledge of the entertainment industry properly, but I thought, bloody hell, mate. You know what I mean? That's got to be a very big earner. Well, yeah. I mean, because that character was a banker, wasn't it? I mean, you. Oh. Turn up in character and just yeah. like you say on the, on this morning or wherever, you could turn up and do that. So I think it was that was incredibly brave. Yeah, I, that and takes succeeded. balls. Yeah, I think, it, but it takes balls to go. I've got a winning formula. Now I'll completely just that's gone. Yeah, let's try something brand new. That could have gone either way. That's that takes bravery. Astonishing, really. astonishing. I mean, I I like I say. I was thinking at the time, oh, and, and I suppose also selfishly, you want to see more. Yeah. So no, you don't true. want him to stop doing it. Mm. I had an opportunity to go and see Lily Savage live at the Neptune Theatre in Liverpool, and I couldn't go for some reason. Right. Boy. Oh, that's annoying. And yeah. they videoed that night as well. I wanted to be in the mm. video. Laughing. You could have been in it, dear. It could have been in it. They would have done a cutaway. So did you not meet him because of his daughter? No. No, no, I didn't. No. Um, never met him. But... Yeah, so that was a pointless anecdote, really, that bit, yeah. Didn't well, we to all it. felt like we knew him, though, didn't we? Well... You know, he was like, there's very few now on the telly who you can identify with and really feel like they're a human no, being. No, that's, that's, that's very true. You could you could feel like you knew him. Mm. Well, you and, knew people like him. Yeah, oh, God, absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because there's kind of, you know, lots of people I know who are like that and just mm. funny as fuck. yeah. Without even trying. No. That's a shame. It's a shame. And we'll be missed. We'll be missed. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I must go and watch uh, some of the old stuff. Those audience widths. Oh, phenomenal things. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Do you remember when Freddie Starr did an audience with? That rings a bell. 
He'd Didn't obviously it? just seen The Mask. Right. Oh, and the all, Jim Curry film. All the way through, he was going, smoking. It was just like, no. smack you in a minute, mate. I'm... The only oh, good no, bit no. in it is yeah. he gets Peter Stringfellow yeah. in stocks, right? Right. And because it's Freddie Starr, yeah. he's got his hair in his hands and mm. a pair of scissors. Mm. And Peter Stringfellow looks genuinely terrified he's going to cut his hair off. Oh. And the whole audience, because I, I don't know, I'm, you must remember Freddie Starr. Oh, yes. It's, yeah, yeah. Before he was like, because he went fat and boring and, sat, yeah. you know, doing No, nothing, I remember the he? days of Freddie Starr ate my hamster headlines and things like that. Unpredictable. Oh, yes. Yeah. And so the whole audience, when he's got a handful of Peter Stringfellow's hurt with the scissors and he's like, should I do it? And everyone's <laughs> just like, he's going to cut Peter Stringfellow's mullet off. Oh, my God. And he doesn't do it. Now, is this the one? And I don't know if they included it in the recording, but I think it's Freddie Starr who, again, is putting stocks in something with his head through, but then it topples forward. I've seen the clip. It <laughs> topples forward, and he just face palms into the ground. I think that was Freddie Starr. Uh, right. But I don't think they showed that bit. I think that uh, it would have finished there. And went, well, oh, let's put Freddie in the stocks, and then crack. It's just... I remember... Very vaguely, before Russ Abbott's Madhouse, yeah. it was Freddie Starr's Madhouse. Was it? Yeah, it was Freddie so- Starr's Madhouse for about a series. And then, I don't remember, but there was a very highly publicised, like, Booze and Valium, I think it was. And he that went off. Bell. And they yeah. did a Parkinson talking about it all. Right. I think he probably still did his uh, Hitler in wellies and all that business. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but... Um, yeah, he was talking about it, and he effectively said, well, because he was saying about, you know, and Russ Abbott took over the Madhouse, and what did you think of that? And he said, well, Michael, let's just say, when things like this happen, you find out who your friends are. Oh. Because Les Dennis and Dustin G went with Russ. Mm. Well, they all went with Russ. Mm. You know. So Freddie wasn't invited? Oh, no. Mm. Freddie well, was persona non grata. But then again, one doesn't think of Freddie as being a BBC type. No. I don't Madhouse. think he ever did out at the BBC. But, but wasn't Russ Abbott's Madhouse, wasn't that BBC? No. No, no. ITV. Are you sure? Oh, well, maybe because Russ did the transition as well, didn't he? I think he... Oh, so did he start... Ah, so did he start on ITV? Yeah, it was an LWT job. Uh, okay. The Russ Abbott show on there. I loved Russ Abbott, mate. See, I only know Russ Abbott from the Madhouse. I don't know him before that at all, so I don't know him. So... You don't know the Russ Abbott show? No, I know him from about 1985 when Little yeah. and Large were taken off, and then he became yeah, something Cooper on the BBC. Man, Basled and Bond, all that business. You must I think he was characters. doing less of that by the time he came to the BBC because people have talked about you know Basled and Bond and Cooperman, right. but I don't remember those. Just have you remember... seen him act? I feel like I might have. It's He's fucking something... brilliant. What's the thing? What is it? What's the what, mate? The, the the thing that he did. That he you're did something to. with Michael Williams. Yes, that's it. And I can't remember what it was, but it was absolutely fantastic. He's a great actor. September Song. That was it. Yeah. That's it. He's a brilliant actor, mate. Mm. And a West End star, I think, now. Oh, God, yeah. Well, no longer with us. Is he, is he still Russ alive? Russ still alive. Is he? Oh, I'm glad about that. We'll have a Google. We'll have a quick Google, hang on. Don't tell me Russ Abbott's gone. 
Well, I'm, I'm hoping not, dear. On, I don't think if... he has. I think I think we'd known. I think we we'd probably known. would. This is this will this is like when uh, I national day of mourning. If Russ went, well, yeah. This reminds me of when I announced uh, to a group of people who were really into telly on the internet uh, the sad death of um, Bill Pertwee, and it turned out I was wrong. Oh, the hate I got for that! In that How many group. retweets I... did you get? Oh no, it was not. It was it was a Facebook group. Right, Jesus right. Christ! I I left. They were. <laughs> I read it on Twitter, and I didn't think to confirm it. And he died about four weeks later. So. And it was down to you. Probably. Oh, yes. he's only seventy-five. Yeah, Ross is still with us. Do you not remember when he did? Were they called the Black Abbots or something? His comedy group. Mm. Yeah. I remember them. He was born in Chester, wasn't he, as well? Mm, he's local, yeah. I don't know yeah, exactly where. Yeah. No, like Russ Abbott. Oh, love him. Well, that's nice, isn't it? Because what we've got is we've got Easter and how, you know, it was so different for each of us, but Russ Abbott was there like a colossus striding yeah. the divide. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Russ Abbott was funny as fuck. Russ Abbott was good. And he had Bella Emberg and uh, Les Dawson had the mighty atom. Do you remember her? Yeah. Who had the roly-polies? That was Les, Les. Dawson. Yeah. And the Mighty Atom was the lead. Mm. And uh, when she ballet danced, that was the big sort of... Wow. Yeah. I remember absolutely. there was an interview with her and she said, oh, I went up on my toes at four. Wonderful. Isn't it? That's wonderful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They were brilliant as well. You know, there is still a lot of this going on. I, I think... I, I'm going to... I've decided to do a show... Like mm. a local show mm. for local people. Mm. Um, I'm I'm going to do a local show that's sort of just you know whimsy music. <laughs> um, but anyway, that's and I because I think not yeah. only is there an audience for it, I think that there's those kinds of performers out there who don't really think of the stage as an option. I really honestly do. Oh God, yeah, there probably are. I think there's loads of them, and I want them to. I'll lead by example, really. Uh, might be a bad example. We'll find out. But I, I really, it would be great if we started to get normal folks thinking, I'll have a go at that. Like Paul O'Grady, like you say, he got a normal job and then he's he sort of followed his star. Russ Abbott probably had a normal job. You know, you know Les what, Dawson certainly did. What you had for hundreds and hundreds of years, literally, was you had things that were building up. So, like, the rep system built up over hundreds of years. You know, it was groups of minstrels, and it, it grew from that, and it was formalised, blah, blah, blah. You had the working men's clubs. Yeah. Um, which were, you know, just performance venues, just everywhere. You had all that. And then, pff, over the course of the 80s and certainly the 90s, it's just... It's been, I know I know it's been destroyed, but, you know, if the doors of the institutions are locked and bolted to ordinary people, well, yeah. then then we've got to start some something else. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? In the way that the the working men's clubs began. No, absolutely. Or the music I, halls. I mean, I, I know money's a factor. I obviously understand that. I this get that. This is the that. thing, yeah. But... You you there are, might it's, be a chance. There might be, but it's like we've talked about this week. You are always going to come up against funding. Mm. That's always going to be a problem for the various reasons. That but, we, you know, we there was discussed. no funding for people like Russ Abbott. There was no funding for Lily Savage. The, no, these there, were people there, who just 
cracked there on. wasn't but you had these little you had these little spaces where you paid basically bugger all a peppercorn rent sort of thing and now you look at places like the irish center in liverpool by the everyman yeah you know that i remember that being crowded we're going back a bit now but i remember that oh, being so live yeah i used to go and see so many gigs at the irish center thomas map fumo loads of things now imagine now how much the rent would be a month well yeah yeah, yeah it yeah. would be prohibitive that's the trouble but you it's can just... go and get a room above a pub for free you can't anymore. You can't. No, you can't. And I know where you're thinking about. But ooh, I was doing rehearsals recently and you couldn't find anywhere. And the most famous one in Liverpool where you could go upstairs for free as so long as you had a few drinks was 30 quid an hour. An hour? An hour. The one I tell students to just go and put a night on at all the mm. time. Oh, I didn't know that. It used to be yeah. free. Yeah. What about the one above the fly in the loaf? I don't think that room's available anymore. I know someone who did a, an event there, but I don't know if they had to pay. When Dom was the manager there, mm. great big jawdy lad, he yeah. was just like, oh, what, you want to do your mad stuff up there? Oh, I'll read, I'll read. We lay on this. They even laid on a, a barman upstairs for us. And that's and, what and you were need. Were you there but... when we did that show? And the that snow does ring a bell. was really thick and we had like five people in. Yeah, no, that does. I think uh, yes, I was. Still did the show. Still did the show. It was absolutely. A great night. And but John those... Gorman came along. Yeah, and spoke before it. That's right, he did. But those places are just now. It's like, well, yes, you could do that. What's in it for me? And suddenly, well, so in Winters and Runcom, that's not the case. Oh, well, that's there's, good. there's a few venues around here that you can have and mm. put stuff on. Um, so anyway, yeah, that's that's my w- mode of thinking at the moment. Uh, an evening of whimsy. I think. An evening of music and whimsy. Would it, yes. would it be like listening to Brian Jakes on Radio Merseyside? Uh, no. Be like listening to me talking rubbish okay. for about an hour, interspersed with uh, songs with a local flavour. Okay. <laughs> because even though they'd have absolutely no currency or interest... Outside hmm. of a three-mile radius. Hmm. Well, you can't argue with the muse, can you, dear? I love this. It sounds like what they'd be doing in the proletariat district in 1984. Oh, that's maybe. The, that's the sort of evening I'm picturing now. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I've got... Uh, well, I've not asked them yet, so I'm not going to say who the musicians <laughs> are I've got. Right. But uh, I've got them. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> As Rupert refers to my uh, force field of perception, mm. a bit strong. Mm. Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely, know. absolutely. No rehearsal, dear. No rehearsal, mm. and the problem oh, no. won't be ruins the play. Yes, oh, yes, dear. yes, yes. So, what about this week then? Anything in store for you? Lots of beef. Yes, lots of beef. How about you, dear? Are you chocolating it up? Um. Oh, I don't know. I mean, uh, I've got. Uh, so we're still not well, dear. So, um, you know, it's interesting. Um, it's changed. But now after, because of course we recorded, we've recorded two things today. And now the we back's are. going, right, you need to sit down, you bastard. Uh, so, but it's uh, handleable, isn't it? I mean, oh, it's handleable now, I think. Yeah, but I think it's more, well, yes, I think there will be Easter eggs, I suppose. Yes, um, you, should, you should be spoiled this Easter. Well, I, I, should be, I, I should be taking my dog for a walk and continuing I toilet think, training. I think you need a new Doctor Who book to read, and you've probably got about four you've not read. Um, 
Maybe one or two. I don't think I've finished the Douglas Campfield one yet. When's the Expanded Warriors Gate out? I've got it on pre-order. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. That should be soon, though. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Oh, over Easter mm. with that. Imagine Big that. box cream eggs. Oh. Piss bucket optional. Oh, necessary, I would say. <laughs> oh, no, I like the sound of that. Yeah, so no, maybe an egg, but mostly continuing to train my dog to realise that when you go outside is not when you're meant to withhold waste. That's when you're meant to do waste rather than saving it up and then coming back in and you think, oh, it wasn't successful. And then you just get this... Quack. And it scattergums the kitchen. It's like pebble dashing. I noticed yesterday. Mm. So, oh. Yeah, well, they've got to be toilet trained, haven't they? It's really... That bit's quite quite tricky. In the old days, they used to rub the noses in it. Well, you, you can't do that anymore. Well, I don't see how that would work. Well, go to jail. Well, yes, you would go to jail. You would, absolutely. So, uh, you're having an egg over this Easter, then? Yeah, an egg or two, yeah. An egg or two. Yeah. <laughs> you having have an egg? boiled eggs? They used to paint them on the telly, didn't they? Oh, God, yeah. I used to take the kids uh, egg rolling when they were very little. There's a, a big hill up by the cemetery. Um, yeah. So we used to do Easter egg rolling there. Um, and I remember, oh, yeah, through no, shit. no, no, I just remember one of them uh, one day because I'd been watching a Monty Python thing. You know where John Cleese is being Mr. Hilter with his yeah. invasion of Minehead? So yeah. I'd been watching that, and you don't realise these things are soaked up. So the eldest, when he drew his Easter egg onto his egg, basically drew Hitler. <laughs> so, oh, no. Oh, no. And they already knew Dad's army, so they were already quite feisty about that sort of thing. They would be. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, I've, I just remembered what Easter was a big deal over Easter. Mm. The railway children. Oh, yes. That was always shown at Easter. That's true, it was. Yeah. That and Whistle Down the Wind. Oh, yeah. Well, I love Whistle Down the Wind. Oh, He's not Jesus, he's just a fella. Yeah. Oh, that's magnificent. Which mills is it? Hayley Mills? Yeah. Yeah. Alan Bates. Yes. Absolutely magnificent. And this week, I've also watched Village of the Damned and Children of the Damned. Oh, right. You've watched them. I've watched them. And? They are pure comfort. They are wonderful films. There you they go. are magnificent. I still prefer the second one, even though everyone says, it's far, far inferior work. Yeah. I think it's because I saw it first on Bravo. Remember Bravo channel Bravo, in the 90s? Yeah. The old <laughs> little horns, didn't it? That's it, yeah. So <clears throat> I watched it on Bravo, and that will have been probably... Probably the first time I watched Ian Hendry act, I think. Mm. And it's a stunning film. But the first one's very good as well. Oh, he's he's so. very virile and, uh, mm. you know, uh, what's the word? Vital, isn't mm. he, in that film? Mm. He's in the full flush of uh, young Hendry there. And he's, he's doing it with a slightly Welsh accent, which is mm. interesting. So, uh, oh yeah, he's absolutely magnificent. And at the end, the imagery of these kids... About eight years old, all holding hands. And then the army come in and it's like, well, we've worked out what to do. And they just machine gun everyone to death. So, blimey. That's, that's harsh. That's, it's a hell of an ending. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's, yeah, I absolutely love it. So this is Henry, 1963 Henry, prime Henry. Prime Henry. Henry. Absolutely. So, and, uh, um, yes. if your back's hurting, mm. 
was probably a good point to call it a day. Better had, really, yes. yes. Hopefully by next week they'll have told me what. Oh, I think you'll be fine. Oh, I hope so. Yes, yes, anyway. Yes. Well, we hope you all enjoyed whatever that was, and we wish you all a wonderful, happy and healthy Easter. And until the next time. Goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Presented by Sir Michael Livesley and Lady Paul Carmichael. The music was written by Michael Livesley and the flutes were played by Andy Frizzell and John No Jokes Please Lewis. Nice Things is a Guilty Dog production.